Welcome to this episode of FEA Today. My name is Matt Costella, Director of the Fundamental Evangelistic Association, headquartered at the Grace Bible Church in Fresno, California. Our hope and prayer is that this brief program will encourage you in the things of the Lord and direct your attention to the Word of God as you seek to make sense of the world in which you find yourself today. In this episode of FEA Today, we want to take the time to consider encouragement and exhortation. Do you need encouragement? Well, Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13 tells us, But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Do you realize that we are all called and responsible to build up one another in the body of Christ? And one of the ways in which we can accomplish this call is to encourage others. You know, so often we wrestle with the will of God for our lives. And yet one way in which we can clearly fulfill the will of God is by being an encourager, by encouraging other people, particularly other brothers and sisters in Christ. I want us with the brief time we have today to consider this one text here in Hebrews chapter 3 that encourages us to encourage others. There is certainly a cry out for encouragement today. Every single person needs to be encouraged, at least occasionally. Let's consider several reasons why this is so. First of all, we need to be encouraged because of the days in which we live. You know, pressure and stress exist in this hectic world, and pressure and stress certainly takes a toll on our minds, on our bodies, even on our spiritual life at times. There is often a pressure to produce and succeed in the endeavors of life, and let me add, often this is the pressure to succeed according to man's definition of production and man's definition of success. We are pressured to meet man's expectations and to do what we can to satisfy other people. So we need encouragement because of this pressure to produce and to succeed. We also need to be encouraged because of the increase in satanic opposition in the world as we live in these last days, especially in regard to false teachers and false doctrine, which Satan is behind. 1 John chapter 4 tells us this, that we are to try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. We definitely need to be encouraged because as we look all around us and we see the state and the condition of not only the world, but the church as well, the plethora of false teaching that exists, we need to be encouraged because of these days in which we live, what the Bible calls the last days. We also often need to be encouraged because of the personal trials we face. So many people suffer loss. They may lose loved ones. They may lose jobs. They may be facing relationships that are broken. And, and we have this reality of loss that's a part of our life that we live. Loneliness is something else. So many people today are lonely. It's interesting because we're more connected technologically than ever before, and yet studies show that there is more of a sense and a feeling of loneliness in the world than ever before. We also need to be encouraged even just because of the regular rut and routine of life. 
we often get ourselves in a rut or go through our regular routines and we need to be encouraged to keep on doing the right thing, to keep on keeping on. As we're going to see in the context here of Hebrews chapter 3, the believers to whom this text was written needed encouragement because they were facing physical trials as well as false teaching. The author of Hebrews is writing to the believers, encouraging them because of the physical trials that they were enduring to keep pressing forward in Christ. Don't go back into the bondage of legalism as they were being bombarded by the Judaizers who were trying to get them to say, no, the law is better. And the author of Hebrews is saying, no, Jesus Christ is far superior. So let's consider this context of encouragement here in Hebrews chapter 3. Remember, the salvation of these Hebrew believers is not the issue here. The issue is their tendency to go back to legalism in order to alleviate their trials and hardship that they were facing from the Judaizers. These believers needed to press on in faith, press on in belief, Press on in the superiority of Jesus Christ and his finished work in order to enter into the rest that is offered in Jesus Christ. Don't we need this same exhortation today? We are surrounded by the pressures of life. We are bombarded by false teachers and false teaching, and we simply need to be encouraged to press forward. And we simply need to encourage others to press forward as well. So in the context here, the author of Hebrews first issues a warning about departing from fellowship with God due to unbelief. In verse 12, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. This is often so true of us. We get our eyes and our hearts and our minds focused on the things around us and the world around us, and, and we have a tendency to get this evil heart of unbelief and depart from fellowship with the living God. Of course, he never leaves us or departs us, but we have a tendency to wander from him. So then the author of Hebrews notes in our text in verse 13, encouragement is a vital anecdote to this danger of departing from God in unbelief. He writes, but exhort one another daily while it is called today. Exhort one another. This is something that we are to be doing to others, encouraging others, coming alongside others. Why? The latter parts of verse 13, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. The author of Hebrews highlights the fact that the sin of unbelief seduces. That word deceitfulness has that idea of seduction. It's appealing. It seduces the believer away from a close walk with God. And in order for something to be deceitful or seductive, it has to come across as appealing to the individual. Don't take shortcuts in the Christian life. Don't go back. Don't give in. Keep on pressing on. And then in verses 14 to 19, the author reminds the believers that we're only in fellowship or companionship with Christ when we are trusting him. He then uses an Old Testament illustration of what it looks like when we choose not to walk by faith rather than by sight, like the children of Israel in the wilderness. Verse 14, we're made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence 
steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was God grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? But to them that believed not, so we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. This is the context of this wonderful passage here concerning encouragement. So we see this biblical call for encouragement, exhorting one another daily. When we see the important role that encouragement plays in the life and spiritual health of the believer, we'll make much of the biblical command to encourage others. Do you realize you can have a spiritual impact on the spiritual life of another by encouraging? Other biblical texts tell us the same thing. Hebrews 10.24 tells us, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. The Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5 says, Wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. In other words, they were doing good at this, but they needed to continue to comfort one another build up and encourage one another. He goes on and says in verse 14, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all. Ephesians 4.29, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Finally, in Romans 15, Paul writes, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. What a wonderful call and responsibility that we have to encourage one another. In Scripture, encouragement is always rooted upon the Word of God and the promises of God. So base your encouragement on Scripture. Not simply on what you expect of someone or what you think they should do or be. Base your encouragement on the word and the promises of God. Be transparent in encouraging others. Don't set yourself up as a mentor or some great example. All of us are simply saved sinners who stumble and need to be encouraged ourselves. Every believer can have an impact on the spiritual well-being of another person through taking the time to encourage him or her. This is part of our calling as members of the same family. Let's encourage one another regularly, for in so doing, we will be encouraged ourselves. So at a time when so many of God's people are inundated with personal trials and difficulties, at a time when so many of God's people are exposed to a flood of negative news and information concerning the world, our nation, and the church, at a time when so many of God's people are discouraged as a result of sin and its effects and consequences, at a time when so many of God's people are confused and uncertain of the future, we here at the FEA want to encourage you to be optimistic and to stay focused. Focus on the fact that our sovereign God is in complete control of all things. Although sin has made a mess of the world in which we live, God is in control and he alone knows all things and will work out his good pleasure. Nothing catches God off guard or takes him by surprise. God, knowing all things beforehand, has reminded us through his word 
that he's in control. And he has given us all the tools necessary to spiritually prosper, regardless of the condition of the world around us. We encourage you, focus on the fact that God loves you and he wants your fellowship. People will come and go and will let you down, despite promises to the contrary, yet it's impossible for you to be separated from God's love for you. The Apostle Paul wrote, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? I am persuaded neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He wants you to get to know him better as you communicate with him through prayer and as you listen to him through his word. Talk to God each day and allow him to talk to you through his word. We encourage you to focus on the fact that a truly God-honoring life will be marked by a biblical balance in all things, including belief and behavior. You know, so many voices in the world and church today are clamoring for your attention. Some want you to move to one extreme while others are encouraging you to jump to the opposite extreme. Some want you to be critical of everything while others hope you will just accept everything that comes your way. Yet to truly honor the Lord You must exercise discernment in all things and remember that ultimately you're going to answer to God alone. Proverbs 4 puts it best, let thine eyes look right on, let thine eyelids look straight before thee, turn not to the right hand nor to the left, remove thy foot from evil. Finally, focus on the fact that you can't fix the world around you, but you can fix yourself. Too many people today are busy pointing out the faults and errors of others while failing to notice the beam or the log in their own eyes. Be encouraged to know you can grow spiritually and change daily in order to move in the right direction. But in order to do that, you must tend to your own spiritual life. Understand today, you have an opportunity as never before to give hope to people. And yet you can only do this as you're walking a straight path and building up yourself on your faith. Avoid the negativity and bitterness that marks so many people today who even profess to know Christ as their Savior. Cultivate your relationship with your creator and redeemer who loves you and desires for you to represent him well in a world of confusion and uncertainty. All of us here at the FEA desire to help and encourage you and other believers around the world to love God more and show such love through an unfeigned faithfulness to him. Be an encourager today. I thank you for joining us for this episode of FEA Today. And until next time, may the Lord bless you.